Welcome to I Am Ethos, a podcast about self-discovery, inspiration, and uplifting real-life stories from extraordinary people. Each week, we deliver the best inspirational stories and tips on how you can live an extraordinary life. Now here's your host, Joe Willow-Rose. The Power of Forgiveness Often we hear people say that when you forgive others, it's really forgiving yourself. I'd like to add that it will also help release you from bondage. A bondage that can and will control your life if you let it. When I was a life coach many years ago, I had a client named Carmen who came to see me to help her release the constant guilt she had been feeling towards her family. This was Carmen's story. Carmen was the oldest of five kids. She grew up in a family where elders were revered and wholly respected no matter what. As the oldest child, she was expected to follow in her ancestors' footsteps and expected her siblings to honor this tradition and respect as well. One of the habitual behavior handed down to her was when an elder asked you to do something, you were expected to drop everything and do it. One day, Carmen asked one of the siblings to go to the store to get vegetables. She expected them to say, sure, I'll get on it, or no problem, I can always do so-and-so later to help you. Because this was how it was growing up with her parents, aunts and uncles, or grandparents. She was expected to drop everything and do what she was told. And so she needed her siblings to do the same. After all, this was how it was always done in her family. But not all siblings were readily willing to comply. One sibling in particular, Lisa, the youngest of the bunch, would often throw temper tantrums whenever her other siblings, and mostly Carmen, asked her to do something. Because she was the youngest, she was expected to say yes to all of them. So you can imagine the pressure she was always under. Because Lisa was the youngest, for some reason, Carmen consciously or subconsciously would pick her first if she needed something done. But when Lisa was 17 years old, Carmen noticed that Lisa kept ignoring her when asked to do something. Carmen knew that Lisa was a teen now and hormones were probably raging from her body, so it's normal to have mood swings now and then, she thought. But Carmen felt that something else was happening with her. Lisa began to rebel, more so than usual. She was disrespectful and sometimes would lash out for no reason. One particular day, when Carmen was pressed for time, she asked Lisa to do the laundry. Lisa exploded and lashed out like never before. Carmen was naturally taken back from this wild display of anger towards her. Lisa had never done this before. And although deep down Carmen knew something was up, she brushed it off thinking it wasn't a big deal. However, this time it was different. There was so much anger and animosity directed towards Carmen. But 
Just like the elders before her, she pressed on and continued to assert her dominance towards Lisa. When Lisa had enough, she bolted out the door and was never seen again for three days. Naturally, Carmen and her parents called the police and all of Lisa's friends trying to find her. Carmen's anger towards Lisa dissipated and instead turned into fear. But in her mind, she could not justify Lisa's behavior towards her. After all, she just needed to separate the whites and colored clothes, put them in the washing machine with the detergent, then press start. How hard was that, she thought. When Lisa came back, Carmen confronted her and asked her to explain her behavior. Lisa kept quiet. Not one to back down, Carmen asked again and again until Lisa rushed towards Carmen and said in a very stern and angry voice that she didn't want to talk to her and for Carmen to leave. When Carmen saw Lisa's anger and tears, she finally backed off and left. But Carmen desperately wanted to finish the conversation right there and then. Carmen waited a half hour, then an hour, then two, until she couldn't stand it any longer. And so she went up to Lisa's room and saw that she was in her computer sending an email to someone. Carmen said in a low voice that she was sorry, but she continued to assert that asking Lisa to do the laundry was not a big deal. It was at that moment when Lisa got up, stared at her sternly and said, I have had enough of you asking me to do things for you whenever you want it. I am not your slave. And the truth of the matter is that I only did it because I felt guilty. Yes, guilty because if I didn't do what you've asked, you would have made me feel guilty and tell me that it was my obligation and duty to do it no matter what. Well, I'm done feeling guilty and so should you. I realized in the last three days that you were just repeating old patterns handed down by our ancestors and that you didn't know any better. Therefore, you acted and treated us the same way they've treated you. Well, this stops now with me. From now on, you will not ask me to do anything for you. At least until I feel ready to help you again. You got it? Carmen couldn't speak. And for the first time, she did not or could not respond. Fast forward a year later, Lisa went off to college. Since Lisa's truth-telling outburst, Carmen continued to think that what had happened before wasn't a big deal and that Lisa's anger towards her was not justifiable. She did not fully understand or comprehend what that outburst was all about. In Carmen's mind, she did nothing wrong. Lisa, meanwhile, avoided going home during the holidays and school breaks. She instead spent it with friends and their family. It was at this time that Carmen came to see me and asked for my help. After Carmen told me this story, I noticed the amount of guilt she was carrying around her. It was as if the word guilt 
were written all over her. In fact, she validated this to me when I asked her how she was feeling at that time. She told me that in all this time, she still didn't think she did anything wrong. Then why did she feel so bad, guilty, and lonely, she asked me. As it turned out, it wasn't only Lisa that avoided her, it was also her younger brother. He stopped speaking to Carmen altogether and avoided her phone, text, and email messages. So Carmen asked me again, what is wrong with me? Why are my siblings avoiding me like a plague? And what have I done wrong? I looked at Carmen a few seconds before speaking. Then I said to her, oftentimes when we are conditioned for many years to act and behave a certain way, we often don't see the negative patterns brewing until someone brings it to our attention. And even then we question it because we tell ourselves that this behavior has been going on for many generations and therefore in our mind, it is justifiable. These generational conditioning patterns will continue until someone like Lisa acknowledges it and breaks the mold. A lot of times, however, it comes at a heavy cost. But once the negative pattern is acknowledged and discussed, healing old wounds will begin to take place. I began to sense that Carmen was slowly getting it. Not wanting to lose the momentum, I gave Carmen some exercises to think about and complete before our next meeting. I suggested the exercises instructions be recorded on her phone so that it would be continuous with no interruptions. And these exercises were to close your eyes and pretend that you are Lisa and Lisa is you. Or for those of you listening to this, you can change the name of the people here. Now hold on to that image for at least 10 seconds until you really feel like you are Lisa. As Lisa, picture yourself doing homework, fully engaged and focused on your assignment. Then there's a knock on your door and in comes Carmen telling you to drop everything and run to the store to get bread and milk. You tell her that you're busy and we'll do it later when your homework was done. But Carmen says no, and that you had to do it that instant. Hold on to that image and feeling. What did you do? Knowing that you were in the zone, focused and fully engaged with your homework. How did this request from Carmen make you feel? Now open your eyes and go back to being Carmen again. At this moment, ask yourself, how did I feel when I was Lisa? 
Write this down and look at what you wrote down over and over again for the next four days. You may notice other feelings that may come up. Write this down too. The exercises that I gave to Carmen was to help her realize how it would feel when we put ourselves in someone else's shoes. We begin to empathize and see others' perspective in a whole new light. We begin to see ourselves differently too and perhaps gain the knowledge and wisdom to change a negative behavior pattern into a more loving, understanding, and positive ones. After a few sessions with Carmen, she stated that she didn't succumb easily to feeling guilty anymore. She was able to let go of the resentment that she felt towards Lisa and her brother when they stopped coming around to see her. Carmen was able to say sorry and forgive not only to her ancestors, parents, Lisa, and her brother, but more importantly, to herself. She began to acknowledge past mistakes, move on from it, learn from it, and forgive. And in time, she was able to live a life worth living. Tune in next time as I embark on a new topic with tips on how to live an exceptional life. Sending you many blessings and love. Thanks for joining us this week on I Am Ethos. Be sure to tune in next week for our next exciting episode.